Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning. Yes, I am ready. I hope everyone's had a great weekend. Hope you guys are excited about this wonderful new week that we are embarking on today. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump right into today's topic. Today's topic is titled, What Matters Most? Prioritize and Assess. What Matters Most? Prioritize and Assess. So today we're going to go over the first two um, letters in pause under the operational pause that we talked about last week, right? We shared an operational pause um, requires us to prioritize, assess, understand, strategize, and to energize. It comes to do those things in our lives, right? And it's a part requires our participation. It requires us to embrace it. And so today I wanted us to talk about what matters most, and we discover what matters most when we prioritize and assess. So for prioritize, it's defined as to determine your order for dealing. And the scripture to support that is Romans 12 and 2, and I'm going to be reading it from the Amplified Version. And it says, do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after or adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. So right here as we're reading Romans 12 and 2 in the Amplified, it goes into explaining to us about our perspectives, right, about how we're seeing things, what we're prioritizing. And we're understanding that a lot of times when we're serving and we're in the midst of leading and living our lives, it is not that hard to get off track. It really isn't. And it's because we are consumed. We we have to understand that we're in a world that has a lot of influences, a lot of atmosphere, things that kind of take us off course. And God already knows that because he understands that we cannot live this life Without him, after we've been sealed in him, it is total dependence and reliance on his way and his will for our lives. And the pauses that come in our lives are there to support us if we embrace them. And one of the things prioritizing will allow you to do is to make sure you're not being conformed, to make sure that some of the worries, some of the anxieties, Some of the stress that has come up in your life is not coming because you're adapting to external and superficial customs. Because the ways of this world is set to bound you. It is set to cause you to be frustrated, overwhelmed, and burned out. That's just the message, right? We see it in everything. There, you know, and businesses get formed again by the new things that they've created to stress and bound you, right? So we have to be mindful to not get ourselves caught up in that cycle. And so as using believers, pauses in our lives 
help us to prioritize our perspectives. It resets us to making sure that we're not being conformed to this world. It allows us to take off and let go of the things that have come in, that we have brought into our space, and it gives us an opportunity to renew our mind, to have our mind renewed with new ideas and new attitudes, with new desires of our hearts, not because we need to prove anything to God or to anyone else, but to ourselves. Reestablishing that proof for ourselves of what's good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Pleasing him is our priority, right? No matter what we're doing, no matter how we're serving, no matter what role we're in, it is to be pleasing to God. As a believer, that is your focus. Are you pleasing God in how you operate in your marriage? Are you pleasing God in how you parent your children? Are you pleasing God in how you perform your work as an employee? Are you pleasing God in how you lead your business and, and, and establishes and position your business in the marketplace? Is that pleasing to God? That's what should become your priority. And the pause allows you to reassess that priority, Okay. And then in assessing, right, assessing means to evaluate, estimate, or to examine the nature, the ability, or quality of something, right? Whether it's your efforts, whether it's your execution, whether it's your behavior, whether it's in how you're making your decisions, your operating system, this pause will allow you to evaluate, estimate, and examine. Examine what's the true nature, what's the true intention behind it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, here Paul is talking to the church at Corinth. And then he's gone to them on a few occasions. And so now he's telling them at the beginning of chapter 13, this will be the third time I am coming to you, right? He's saying, he's letting them know, um, and he quotes another scripture, I believe it's out of Deuteronomy, where he says, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Because he's saying, now here's my third time. This, what I'm sharing with you is going to be established. And in verse 5, it says, examine and test and evaluate yourself, your own selves, to see whether you are holding to your faith and showing the proper fruits of it. Test and prove yourselves, not Christ. Do you not yourselves realize and know thoroughly by an ever-increasing experience that Jesus Christ is in you, unless you are counterfeit, disapproved on trial, and rejected? Now, he is not saying that they find for themselves that their salvation is proven by looking within themselves. What he's saying when he tells them to test themselves is because people are questioning his authority. So he's saying, I come because of my faith, because I know who my authority comes from. So if you examine yourself and how you're living and your assurance is going through the word of God, the production of the fruit that endures in your life and a change over time from corruption into righteousness, if that's true for you, then it is obviously true for me, Right? So keeping in context with what he's saying to them, we don't assess ourselves to prove that we are right or without sin because we can be disillusioned if we are not examining it by the word of God. We are to assess and measure our lives by what God has called us to do. Are we following the word of God? Is there a production of fruit that endures in our lives? And we have to understand what God is talking about with fruit. He is not talking about 
physical things or uh, material blessings. When God talks about fruit, he is talking about are there people who are being brought to him through the way that you are living your life? Are you bringing people to God? Are you living out that truth that draws people into wanting to know the God that you serve? And are you allowing yourself to be changed over time? What is the level of your quality in your walk? Are you still at the same level you were when you first got saved? Or have you grown in a way? Does your personality seem to be changing? Is your attitude evolving? So as you examine yourself, you are not examining yourself in saying that I am like Christ and determining that fact for yourself, but you need to be examining yourself by what is the example. And the example is Christ, and through the word of God is the only way that you can do that. And it clearly states in the Amplified, it's thoroughly by an ever-increasing experience. The pause allows you to assess various experiences in your life because every experience is us walking with Christ. As believers who have been sealed in God through Jesus Christ, nothing we do is in and apart from Christ. Nothing. Nothing is in and apart from it. There's nothing that you're doing, nothing that, no idea that you have, none of that that's in and apart from what God's will is for you and apart from Christ. He is ever present in your life. So you are always going through ever-increasing experiences with him so that he can continue to transform and evolve you into his image. So if you understand that and you know that you're not a counterfeit, how is it that you cannot be able to see and examine all of the things in your life and understand that they're not counterfeit? They're not there to destroy you. They're not there to hinder you. These experiences, bad, are not brought to you because God wants to punish you, because that's not who he is. They are brought not by him, because we live in a fallen world, but God will use them, right? Through an ever-increasing experience, he will use them to strengthen you, to prove himself in and through you. And your job is to assess, is that quality taking place? Am I understanding more? Am I giving more of my heart unto God? And we'll visit that when we get to the you, understanding that understanding, gaining understanding is about our heart being changed and things being written on our heart. But as we prioritize and assess, we have to make sure that we keep ourselves rendered unto the word of God in every area of our life. We cannot lay it aside. We cannot allow ourselves to take on other customs and then try to lay Christ or the word of God on top of it. The word of God has to be first, and you have to examine these customs. You have to examine these uh, ideas and trainings by that truth, because do these trainings have anything in them that will take you away from God? Do they have any subtle thing that causes you to go against what God's covenant, what God has called for you as a believer? Because if it does, it is just a small vine that will spoil everything, right? It's a small, you know, you know the saying, I can't get it right right now, but it's that little thing that will spoil you because it doesn't seem like it's asking a lot of you, but it is asking a lot because it's hidden. So we have to clearly prioritize things before we walk into them, and then we have to always estimate them, evaluate them, check the quality of them, and check the intention behind them, and always check our own intentions. So the pauses in our lives, the first things that it will do is cause us to prioritize and assess, and it makes us go back to what matters most, and we must be willing 
to let go of anything that takes us away from what is the most important thing for us, and that is God's will for us. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired and encouraged you. I hope it equips you and it continues to ignite you, even though that there are pauses in your life, understanding why they're there and embracing them makes you rise up to the occasion and it continues to be a testimony of what God is doing in and through your life. So you guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.